uh, we're back in the studio, Reese. Uh, apologies for those avid listeners who will have noticed that we skipped a week last week, Reese. Uh, we could say there was a, a big um, sort of reason for that, but we, we should front up, shouldn't we? <laughs> I think so. I think so. We've got no choice. We, um, we had a work social, and I'm pleased to say that my podcast host in uh, Captain Reese was, I think, the last man standing, depending on where the taxi dropped you and, and uh, John off. Well, John was asleep when I got out the taxi, so I suppose I could take that. Yeah, technically that the last man awake standing. <laughs> we went to Flight Club in uh, Birmingham. Uh, there was a few of us um, from the, the office went down, I think 12, 15 of us. Uh, really good fun race, isn't it? That? Oh, yeah, it's ace. It's ace. Absolutely loved it. I was a bit unsure of that, like, would... Um, would it be inclusive? Do you know what I mean? Like, would everybody want to play it? But yeah. actually, it's brilliant fun. The games they stick up are awesome, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, the, the, the games, there's about five games, weren't there? And Killer and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Very good. Um, what did we miss, Reese? Quite a lot, by the looks of it. Um, the, the big one, the news from last week was, was obviously Scott Parker. Um, that's, I, I, I've got to say, a surprise, because, I mean, you look at the first four games, five games that Bournemouth have had, they played three of the big six in 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 that period. Like it's it's very harsh, but you can see why he's been let go. He You're, said some mental uh, yeah, things, that, didn't that, he? That interview at Anfield, I think, was was the nail Sack in the coffin. Me. That, that me. was like, get Sack rid of me. me, just get rid of me. Strange. Uh, I mean, uh, did they beat Villa opening day, or did they get? They beat? did beat. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's out of the four games they played. Like that was the the game that was the winnable game out of the four games. And and they won it quite comfortably. They they didn't look at threat. They looked good. They, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the most spectacular of performances. But to come away with a clean sheet and a win against a team that have recruited well over the summer, you'd think that was fair enough to at least keep him for a couple more weeks. But that in, I think it's just that interview after after the Liverpool game, like and even last nine 0 I know it's absolutely demoralising to to concede as many goals as that in in the top flight, but. You can't come out and say the stuff like that. No, he, he, and I think he's universally um, liked Scott Parker as well. Mm. I think most people mm. thought he was a very um, decent sort of up-and-coming manager. I remember the tears that he cried, um, how much it meant to him last year and all mm. that sort of stuff. Even the announcer apparently this week at Bournemouth, when he uh, was doing the team, he said, let this crowd get behind these players and let them know that at least we believe in them. Yeah. As if, you know, there was some underlying dressing mm. room issue. So, mm. um, be interesting to see if anything comes out and where Scott Parker ends up from here. Because I, I guess his, his stock's a lot higher than than it was. Yeah, I, I think that, that's, that's it. It's two promotions now from the Championship, isn't it? I know it's with Bournemouth and Fulham and they've got good funding and, and big budgets and players that come in that aren't Championship style that they should be in the top flight. But, you know, with with that two promotions on your record already, it's why Steve Bruce consistently gets a job in the Championship, and because, he's a legend. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong; I love him as a Birmingham City fan. He got us in the Premier League twice, but it's why, like, you look at West Brom now, who are not playing the greatest. The the, the reason, the main reason that he's clocked that job is purely because well, he knows how to get out of this division. Correct. And he was doing a fine job at Hillsborough before mm-hmm. his head was turned by his home team, Newcastle, and he judiced uh, us like uh, big Ron Atkinson did. Ah, oh, Steve, where would we be now? Pushing on the door of Champions League football, I'm sure, at Hillsborough. Um, I wonder, was, was Mitrovic a Parker signing, do you know, for Fulham? No, I don't think he was. Before or I after? I think he was before, yeah. Because he's turning out to be the absolute 
player of the season. I think I think it was one of them where you look at the first couple of years he was in the Premier League, it just maybe it was the wrong team, maybe he wasn't comfortable, maybe he was flashy. He, yeah. he was flashy back then, wasn't he? He's he lost overweight. some weight. You can you can tell straight away he's lost some weight and he looks sharp. He could be the sole reason why Fulham stay in the Premier League. They're not gonna they're not gonna keep clean sheets. Like I know they've signed Burnt Leno in goal, who is I, I thought was really hardly done like hard done by when he was put on a bench at Arsenal, but Top of the League Arsenal. <laughs> uh, but like, Leno Leno is, is a good keeper, but the, the defence like the the only the only thing I will say is they've they've brought in some decent players, they've brought in Kevin Mbappu, he's he he's he's decent. They've got Kenny Tete, who's completely flew under the radar this year. I think he's been one of the one of the hidden gems in ultimate, ultimate fan this year, and he's played really well. But you look at their defense, and you go, you would not expect a team with that style of defense to stay in the league. But they've recruited so well elsewhere, like that Polinia. I'm going to bang on about him again. He is phenomenal in the middle. He's he's gold dust in ultimate fan as well. What do you um? What did you make of Wesley Fofana's move this week? Um. I mean, Brendan Brendan Rodgers has come out and said what a great lad he is and that the statement wasn't put out by by Wesley. Um, Is it a strange move to Chelsea for that much money? I mean, if you're Leicester, I'd have driven him down there myself. Yeah, I think the money you offered, you can't really say. It's the same with Maguire. If someone offers you 80 million quid for a a centre-back that you feel you can replace... Which they did. Which, yeah, which they did, then then take it. It's a bit of an odd one because, like, you look at Chelsea's centre-backs... They're quite solid as it is anyway. Yeah. It's going to take a lot to push someone out. Like, unless they play a back three every week, which at the moment they are, it's still going to take a lot to push some of them out of that team. Well, talking of more odd transfer business by Chelsea, we've just got to go on to Aubameyang, haven't we? I really don't want to think of that. Uh, Barca have won that deal by an absolute mile for me because they get Marcus Alonso, who I thought easily was one of the most underutilised players in the league last year. Yeah, he's solid, isn't he? He, is so, he puts it puts in a. He'll get a seven out of ten performance from him every Most week. Weeks, yeah, made no. A Barca have won that. You've got Bamiyang, who okay, he's got a bit of a record under under two shell. They work well together, but it's proven with Arsenal. Only takes a couple of months, and it goes sour. His his disciplinary records abysmal. Mm. Everywhere he goes, even for his national team. Yeah, I his national team. Uh, Gabon. Yeah, it, it's abysmal. He got fined while he was away with Gabon. Yeah. Fine when he got back when he was with Arsenal. Trained with the. I just find it strange in 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 what feels to me a bit of a discombobulated squad. Anyway, it doesn't feel like it's a tight knit squad that Chelsea one yeah. to bring Ober in feels mm, mental. It does feel a bit crazy. Like I, I keep seeing tweets that Chelsea have won the, the transfer won the, the, the transfer window this time around. I completely disagree with it. Yeah, it smacks a desperation to me some yeah. of the, the business that yeah, they've I, done. I, I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, would, we, it would be a remiss not to talk about the Arsenal documentary while we're, we're here, <laughs> Reese. I, I sort of called um, Arteta a bit of a Brent character before now I've seen the light bulb <laughs> moment. Oh, is he okay? That was that was. I've not laughed that hard in a long time. Like I know it was meant to be inspirational, get the team going, but I just it was just this long wire with an assistant <laughs> desperately trying to plug it in behind him he was holding it unlit and you could see the assistant desperately like going around the plug going oh for fuck's sake what's going on. I, I, I mean, it's not all right, that. It, the, the only thing uh, that that documentary is, it's actually made me respect some of the team a bit more. I actually quite like some of the players. I I, I actually love Aram's Ramsdale. His family, the family, where, where his family in the Bucks. Do you know he's a Sheffield United fan? I, I, is he? 
Is he actually? Well, he's, thought, he's from Sheffield, I, isn't he? I, I thought he was from Stoke. No, I spoke to somebody yesterday who says Sheffield United from, from Sheffield. Oh, interesting. Didn't so know I, that. So I don't like him. Oh. <laughs> um, good keeper, though. Oh, no, solid keeper. I, I quite. I think he's massively underrated. What do you make of Ben White, just quickly while we're there? <sighs> Finished at Arsenal? I think, I think he's in trouble. Like, he got... I, I find it I find it really really weird like watching him on the documentary I, I, you know, you're meant to like get to know these players a bit more and understand a bit more I was just feeling a little bit more of I don't really like him yeah I, I, I didn't want to feel that way but it just like didn't really like football just played it for the sake of it and it was yeah. like it's not, that's that, not that's the kid's not the dream thing. that's not what no. you say man um, whilst we're sort of looking at Premier League football and we're just looking at the table for now Leicester now absolutely rooted to the bottom of the table one point um feels like they've got a hard season coming up mm-hmm. to me. Do you know what I was laughed at for saying that I thought Leicester were relegation candidates before the season? Like, Max absolutely laughed his socks off at me. He says, I, I'm going to keep reminding you of that because that is absolutely unbelievable. But after five games, it now like, hmm, okay. Well, mate. not just that. You've got Leicester rock bottom and you've got Man United in fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's panning out exactly like you said it would, Reese. I, I, I'm quite happy with the way it's going at the moment. The only thing I need is is Haaland to, to disappear second half of the season. Well, but he's, I, he's, I can't see that happening. It's a phenomenon. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, he's ridiculous. He's an absolute machine. If you had to have an overs or unders on how many goals he gets this year in all competitions, you'd, you'd almost, he's that scary. You'd be setting the bar at like 35. Oh, could easily, I reckon you could easily back him to score 40 goals this year without doubt. Oh, that's disgusting. It just he just looks I've never seen a forward in, in recent time anyway, in the last decade, you have not seen a forward like Harlan who just looks so comfortable in front of goal. And I know he's not re- when you look at Man City he hasn't really played anything of, of real sure defence yet. There's not you look at the teams they've gone against, but he just looks in his element when he gets the ball Carragher, in eighteen yards. Carragher's box. come out today and said he could be the greatest of of all time in the Premier League. I think the, the fact they scored nine goals already, like two, two second half or two same half hat tricks, yeah. two goals, a brace at West Ham. Yeah. Like just looks comfortable when he finishes the ball. I, I think we're going to see one of probably not, if not, he, he, he <laughs> I've completely lost for words. He's that good. Um, when, when it helps when you've got KDB, that's not, the thing uh, when you've Mares got the service, from the other side, like, Foden, Grealish, like mm, uh, Gundogan, mm. he, he, it's not like it's the Haaland show. He's got seven others mm. behind him from midfield. It, mm-hmm. it must be the greatest move of all time. 50-odd million I for think him. 50 million is, is... When you hear some of the numbers that have been thrown about... Wesley Fofana, 65. Yeah. For 50 million, like Dortmund have been absolutely robbed here. They could have easily, easily took off 150 million quid for him because people would have paid that. What Was it the contract that... Like, oh, was it I, running got a, down? I got a feeling his contract was running out. Yeah, it's like it's like Bellingham. There's uh, Bellingham. The numbers spitting out for Bellingham at the moment are hovering between 100 to 125 million quid. Does he come back to the um, Premier I, League? I think he comes back to the Premier League. Right. I, I've, I I think you, you got to look at that. You know, G- Germany is not. Well, it is a great. You know, where he's playing, he's playing great football. The team he's playing in is a strong team. I think if a team like Liverpool or or even Man City, which I really hope he doesn't go to Man City. I'd rather see him go to Liverpool. Well, you look at Grealish. Uh, he's, for me, his career's stalled since he's gone to City. I don't think he should ever have gone. I know. I got a feeling he won't be there much longer. I, I think year two years tops, he won't be there much longer. But didn't start selling Sterling, that made way for Grealish. You, you'd so think that would have opened one. it up, but they started um, 
they started Alvarez on the wing. Yeah, and he in scored, the week, and he, he scored twice. Yeah, yeah, he was he he was a he 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 looked great. He looked right at home. But again, it's Nottingham Forest. You can't really yeah, take much from it. Tim Pot. Um, Gabriel Jesus started the season on fire. Um, do you think he's a bit inconsistent? I mean, every time I've watched him, albeit three times this mm-hmm. season, he's been the best player on the park. Oh yeah, without doubt. I, I can't I can't argue that he's he is a talent up front for Arsenal and. You know the the way they've built around him and invested is quite smart, but there's you've got Haaland who's who's finding a way to contribute to the score in every single game, and then Jesus he scored in three of the five. It's not a bad record, but when you're playing for someone like a big club like Arsenal, you want them to be involved all the I time. I think you're being harsh, Reese. I, 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 I think I think the Haaland's 50, probably not helping. No, fifty percent strike record. Mm. Any striker would take that all day, wouldn't mm-hmm, they? Mm-hmm. You know, of the games you play, fifty percent of the time you're scoring goals. Mm. I I think that's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to look at it in the way that Mitrovic as well, because Mitrovic is on a, the same sort of level, and we're, we're absolutely going yeah. mad for him. So maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Waxing lyrical. Um, <laughs> anything caught your eye in the transfer window, Reese? Just while we're on it, um, that that you wanted to call out. I'd had someone tell me that Southampton had been ripped apart, and I've seen some of the moves they've made. In the last in the last couple of days, anyway, and it's not been too bad. That Maitland Niles is interesting. He could suit the style of play that Southampton play. They've signed four players from Man City that will never get in the team, but look good standard. I think you know. I've heard quite a lot saying Southampton not recruiting correctly. Is I think it's a bit harsh. I can't. I think they've they've not massively plugged all the gaps that are problem. But that's with most clubs, but they won't plug a gap. Armstrong was was surplus to requirements. Mm was what they were told last year. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely front and centre again now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he is front Shea Adams getting goals oh, from the bench. Yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah. Shea Adams is, has not been too bad. Like, he was absolutely pivotal in that win against Leicester the other week. And I, I think Leicester not being, saying they haven't recruited properly, I think it's a bit harsh. West Ham, that, that, that lad they've signed from Leon, uh, Paqueta, yeah. he could be interesting. I am interested to see how he gets on. But that team is so solid and set anyway. You you wonder if he's going to push anybody out. And what do you make of Liverpool? Obviously, you've been quite vocal that they don't have enough strength in depth. Mm. They made uh, Arta was their only sign. Was it the only signing? I think, I think it was the early signing on the day. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't think it was a necessary. It it didn't answer the question they needed. Is I, Jordan Henderson done? <laughs> Well, James James Milner's paid more. This I, just, season I think than ever. I think I think Henderson won't be at won't be at Anfield much yeah. longer. I, I could see him going somewhere. It could be goes down the same path as Lalana. You could see him end up at like a Brighton or I don't know a Brentford. I, I, Strangest move of the transfer window. What's yours? Oh, that's a tough one. I, I'd, nah. I'll help you. I, out. I, I, I'm going to have Bednarek to Villa. I have no idea why he's gone there. Yeah, agreed. That's that's weird. I think Dubravnik to Man United. Yeah, I, the only reason I could see them doing that is they want to put a keeper that isn't good enough to break into the first team, but enough to put pressure on De Gea to stay in form. It's all Mickey Mouse, Reece. Yeah. They, they had proper number one, number two. Mm. And you heard what Henderson said. By the way, he can never go back to Man U. Yeah. I, it, I, I, yeah, I don't blame what him. What he said yeah. is unreal. Yeah. I, do you know, I couldn't argue with anything. I like a footballer who's honest. Like, maybe not say it while under contract with the club, but... Crazy. He, he, he knows that he's, if he wants to play football, he's got to leave, which, you know, he's been honest about it. He's been open about it. And I can't argue with it because De Gea can play badly and still remain in goal the next game. Like... <sighs> 
Then Donker to Villa was. Oh weird yeah, I'll well. be honest. All of Villa's transfer window that tra- transfer deals on the last day were just odd. Let's talk about Villa. I'd love to see him go down. Could they? I, I think uh, Gerard is very. It, it it just seems all to be crumbling. It, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be addressing the real issues that are going on. And I think the moment that you have when you walk into a club and you you strip the captaincy of someone who's so well respected as Tyron Mings, Mings yeah. like. I'm not meant to like Villa players. I quite like Tyro Mings as a person because the stuff that he does for the Villa community is absolutely outstanding. And he's liked by a lot of Villa fans. He's been, okay, he might not be, he might be falling below the standard, but at least do it a little bit elegantly going, look, I can't award you the captain's armband anymore, but maybe we'll do it a couple of games, we'll ease out of it and go that way. Instead of just going, bang, chop, you're not captain, it's going to the other guy. I know football's sometimes a brutal sport and it's got to be done that way, but... Gerard has completely done this wrong. Do you think, I always get the sense, and we might have spoke about it before, that Stevie G's ego probably is the thing yeah, that I, kills him more than I anything. Think that, I think that is it. Because uh, Tyrone Mings doesn't seem the sort of person you can almost push about and bully. No. Like, I, think. I don't think he'd be toxic in the in the changing room either. Like there's, You get some players that are just absolute dickheads in the changing room that you will want to get rid out, you get out of your club, but Tyrone Mings does not even come anywhere near that category for me. So, strangest transfer we've done. Um, I was looking at some of the big numbers um, mm. that went through. Man United, 80... Uh, 80 it's about 89 million, weren't it, for, for Anthony? 89 million for Anthony. Another they, another of a DC player worked with um, Ten Hag before. I guess soon tell, but... I think it's a premium. I think they could have... If... if the, the premium they've paid, they paid 15 million quid because he's worked with him. They've paid 10 million quid because it's the club he's left. And then they've paid another 15 million quid because they've just tried their luck. He's probably 50 million at best. They've played a premium just because he knows him, he's worked with him, he wants him, and that's it. Yeah, I, I, you still confident they're getting in top four? I still think they could get top four. I, I, I really think United... I, I think that Brentford game... It wasn't great. We talked about it. It was not. It was a terrible performance. But they seem to have settled, got into the stride, realised some of these players that are coming. Casemiro needs to start. That's the only thing I will say. They, Casemiro needs to start. Well, he will do. Won't which he? I think when he's fully fit, he will. He doesn't. It doesn't look like he's up to up to mat fit up to full match fitness yet. But when he's once fully fit and up to ten high standards, then he will start. Tomine, McTominay will come out. I think this could be a really interesting team. Uh, resurgent form, um, resurgent form for the uh, the, the, the Argentinian um, Martinez. Martinez, yeah, lots of plaudits. Mm-hmm. I think it just took a couple of games. Like some players coming to the Premier League and literally hit the ground running, but when you're at a club at Manchester United, you need a couple of weeks to get used to the. The nerves, the fan base. If you do one bad game, they're on you back instantly. Yeah, I think it just needed to take a couple of games. Malakia got the nice introduction, which is why I I am raving about him like mad. He was on the bench for the first couple of games, brought on. Now he starts, and now it's like, oh wow, he's fantastic. But that's because he was given that chance of having two game weeks to set into. Martinez was dropped into it straight away against a huge Ivan Tony type mm-hmm. um, player. Uh, okay. Any other transfer news that we wanted to cover, Reese? Anybody that I mean, obviously Birmingham City have done <laughs> done some some deals. 
I tell you what, you'd have thought you'd have thought we'd got a new transfer record in the office the way Reese was going on. You're happy with that business? <laughs> I am absolutely buzzing with Chung on a permanent. I, I the rumours were spreading about a week ago, and it was like uh, it's Birmingham City. Don't believe it until you literally see the shirt in his hand, and then. The, the news came out, Fabrizio Romano mentioned it, and it was like, oh my God, actually, this is this is quite big. And then he mentions it at two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm on my phone from about two o'clock going, oh, come on, Blues, announce it. Three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, drive home, get home, still nothing, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, oh my God, they're not going to announce it. What has gone wrong here? Here's me thinking he's probably failed a medical or something, knowing our luck. Nine o'clock, ten o'clock, I was like, fucking hell, I'm going to bed. I go to bed, he ain't going to announce it. And then I, I literally had a shower, I cleaned my teeth, and as I was getting into bed, checked my phone, and then the, they just posted the, uh, the emoji of back soon, and I was like, oh, here we go. This is what we're waiting for. Oh, I don't understand it. I'll be honest with you. Taking a huge pay cut. Took a huge pay cut. Five-year yeah. deal. Um, looks a little bit overweight. We're just looking at him on the screen now. No, 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 he's not overweight, but... Maybe not as trim as he was when he first came. Yeah, I, I saw. I could see. I could see the. Point I say that, but look, he looks trim as. Yeah, maybe it's the baggy clothes in baggy that picture. Clothes. Baggy it, clothes. It, it, you can get away with quite a lot in baggy clothes. He's in Bal- I wear baggy clothes. He's in Balenciaga <laughs> baggy clothes. So. Uh. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm absolutely buzzing. I, I can't believe we've got him and Hannibal in the middle. Are going to be insane. Yeah. I don't think we're going up. There is no way we're going up. No. Oh. I, I, I'll be honest, right? If we finish 18th with them two in the middle, I am. Happy as day with that. No way you're going up. You're going down, if anything. <laughs> I, I mean, Blues fans, I've been watching that Davo's Diaries, or Davo's Diaries, very good on Davo, YouTube. Davo is king. Very Davo. good. The content's ace, but it sounds to me like you boys have got a bit of, uh, bit of a fight on your hand this year. Uh, without doubt. I mean, there's no depth. If if we lose any of any of the signings that have come in, have gone straight into the team. I like, I like John Eustace because he puts faith in the kids. I, I have no qualms with that at all. I, I really like that he does it. But we have got an issue that if we do have injuries, we are screwed. If, if we lose if we lose one of Chung or Hannibal, if we lose any of the main defenders at the back, we are done. We are absolutely done. Like I, I can't argue with the... Apart from Rotherham, which was... It just looked like, let's just go up there, play the game and come home. That was literally it. The performances have been fair, like they've not been bad. But that Rotherham game is always going to stick out in people's minds going, this is abysmal, we should have been beating them. I'm sure they got absolutely battered the other night as well, so it makes it even worse. Yeah. Should we go through um, a couple of scorelines um, mm-hmm. from from last weekend? What, what stu- stood out for you um, as sort of shocks, not shocks? I mean, let's have a look through. United obviously went and got a good win at Southampton, which mm-hmm. I think we... We sort of agreed was was required. They could have got beaten, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they could have got beat. I, 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 they, it was a bit of a slog to get that win. Um, Everton's slow start continues. Yeah, they, they should have. They should have held out there. I, 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 do you get the sense of, like me that Frank Lampard has got more about him than Stevie Gerrard? Yes, as a manager? yes. No, I, I, I do agree with that. Um, I like obviously a lot of people would like Gerrard. Well, he did well with Rangers and. I, I'm not saying Scottish football is not competitive, but Scottish football is not, not competitive. competitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bang on. In a two-horse race, he yeah. finished second and then first. Yeah. Like, okay, it, cool. it, it's just, it's a 50-50 chance effectively every year. And La- look at this, Rangers are in the Champions League at last. You know, big I, I am I am really delighted that they, yeah. they did that. They, they really worked hard. Like you looked at that, that game, that's third, that third qualifying round where they were, they were 2-0 down on aggregate and took it back to Ibrox. Oh, that was phenomenal. Um, and then we've got the future England manager, 
Graham Potter. Graham Potter. Oh my god, yes. I I feel could he, have gone top of the league midweek. Yeah, they did lose. They lost, didn't they? Yeah, but, but before the match, they could have gone top. The only the, this is the thing. He has made that into an absolute unit. That Brighton team, and the, the thing that the only thing that lets them down every single season is they don't score enough goals. If they can find a someone, I, I, they, they've got a lad on the bench, Dennis Unav, right? I think that's his name. Undav, Unav, something like that. Sorry he's, to the Unav family. <laughs> <laughs> his record in, uh, for, he used to play for that Union SG team that played Rangers. Yeah. His record across two seasons was ridiculous. He scored something like 47 goals in 66 competitive games. I know it's the Belgium League, but if you've got a guy that you know can bang goals, why hang is he on, on the bench? Hang on, hang on, You've got Danny Welbeck. Oh, yes. Yeah, but... Come on. I know it's Danny Welbeck, but he's 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 past his best. He's just very good at harassing defenders. Yeah, I like that Morpai that plays for them. I think he's a good player. Well, he's he's gone to Everton now. He's gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd love to see Potter with the England guy. Do you know what? I, I couldn't argue with it at all. I'd like to see him have a go. Because I reckon... Would it translate there? You know, working with players day in, day out, mm. you get that ideology to, mm. to cement. Uh, not many England managers, in fact, not many national managers, get to stamp a physical no, identity they, on. They, they have to go and watch a lot of football. Football, yeah. Which, um, the thing is with Southgate is why, at first, when he was hired, was such a good fit, was he went up. He basically worked his way to the top. He yeah. went through the whole England setup. He he knew everything about Arthur kids that were coming into the team, which is why he was a good fit when when he got offered. Graham Potter seems to be the type of person who would have the patience to watch every single game that a player played. He just comes across that that he just absorbs everything. I can't disagree with that. I I um I'd be a big advocate. Mm. I, I like what he's doing, and I hear a lot of Villa fans talking about Graham Potter as if he'd mm. go to Villa. That is such a backward step for Graham I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to Villa. I no, would not go to Villa. Why, why they've not got... Uh, this is the thing with Brighton. You don't hear a lot from the fans, like a lot of kick-up. You can see sometimes they're a bit disappointed they don't get a win, but you won't get... They won't but, go for Potter's head like Villa are with Gerrard here. They could right? have been out of business in 2001. Well, this is the thing... Like, and they, they remember that. Yeah. And they, they, they shouldn't be in the Premier League. Like no. The only reason they're still going now is if they'd lost that playoff final, they'd probably be in the same boat that Derby are right yeah, now. Exactly. Um... Chelsea obviously beat Leicester. Leicester, the whipping boys currently. Do they turn it around, Leicester, Reese? I don't think no. so, no. I, I, They've obviously got talent in, in Madison and Barnes, but they've let quite a few key players go without replacing them. They've signed one outfield player all summer. Yeah. That that screams alarm bells instantly. I, I think they are in trouble. I don't think they'll go down. I, I, I know I said at the beginning of the season they could be candidates. I think it will come close. But I don't. I don't think they're bad enough to go down. Chelsea. Um, we've spoken about a little bit. Uh, the new. Uh, the new owner. Do you think he's sort of sat there now, looking at it, thinking this is a bigger job than I thought? It's just a complete mismatch of signings. That, that's yeah. the only thing I will say. Like he's clearly gave two shell the back in, but he doesn't seem to fit a certain style of play that you'd expect them from. Like it's a complete mismatch of signings. Abamian completely baffles me. Cucurella seemed to be only the signing they took it because it was on offer. They go, well, he's not going to go Man City, so we'll go and get him instead. That's that, that. When you've got Ben Chilwell anyway. Well, he, ultimate fan, big shout out to Ben Chilwell, just cannot get a game for no, me. Can't, um, I, I, yeah, I've got him in mine. I, I, I packed him a couple of weeks ago. I just can't seem to find a way of putting him in my team. Liverpool obviously won 9-0. Um, Diaz looks a good player. I like Diaz. Uh, he works hard. Um, and he, he settled really quickly, like you know, when he joined last year. So he my looks, 
good. My one young player of the uh, so far in this Premier League campaign, Harvey Elliott. I think he's um, he, he's set. Like, he's starting to he's, look like he's a proper baller. He's took his chance with both hands. Like it, it, in in a normal in a normal season with their normal squad, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be starting. But he seems to the chance he's been given, he's really really Dic- kicked on. Dictates the midfield as well. He, he yeah, keeps he's quite vocal. Over. Yeah, he's vocal. Um, I thought it was really interesting when Palace went two 0 up. And you, any other team, you're thinking, oh, wow, they're dropping points here. Yeah. Then the Haaland show. Yeah, I, I, that game really, really frustrated me because I, I, you, you look at the stats and obviously Crystal Palace went 2 a lot, but it was literally from the two chances they'd created, that was it. And then they just crumbled away and it's going to be one of those things. It now looks like Man City could throw a 4-0 lead down at half-time and still, be and still beat the, the team and win it. It's a good bet though, isn't it? Every time Man, uh, Man City go down, mm. you just want to lump on them, don't yeah. you? you well, get some this, value. I had a look at it at half-time thinking 2-0. I was like, I'll have a look what Man City's odds are to win. 12-5 to at 2-0 down at half-time. Oh, any other team would be 20-1, to yeah, one, Exactly, yeah. Like if Birmingham City would be 1,000-1 to one to win that game yeah. at half-time at 2-0. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? Um, and then finally, Arsenal, we've sort of spoken about. Mm-hmm. Do, do Fulham sort of finish mid-table? I think Fulham are going to be the... I've said I said Fulham would be the dark horses of this year's Premier League. I, I, they're a team that I think have, um, they've invested smartly. They've brought in players that flew under the radar, that are good performers, but you know will do the job, Polinia being one. Mitrovic is delivering. I thought that Mbappé, the sign from Wolfsburg, was a good sign. Leno in goal... They've actually bought in... The spine. Yeah, they've bought in players that have Premier League experience that are decent. And they've bought in players that you can look at and go, yeah, he will work in the Premier League. He will fit. Some call-outs. Arsenal, top of the league. Mm -hmm. Um, City, right, hot on their heels. Mm -hmm. Spurs, back in third. Uh, Brighton in fourth. And then we sort of get into the Liverpool leads who look like they're going to do well this season. Mm -hmm. Southampton up there. Chelsea... Brentford, Newcastle sat in 12. I think Newcastle are growing into this new I think, Eddie Howe. I think some regime. of the signings they've made as well, like that Isaac they've signed from, from Ralph Sociedad, he's exciting. He's he was really lucky exciting. that second goal he had ruled out mm. for offside no, with that VAR. That was ridiculous. VAR like is a, killing us again. A shoulder mm. in it, not even that. Um, Forrest, we, just finally, we've got to talk about Forrest. <laughs> I, I, they're in big trouble if they go down. I, that, the money must be phenomenal. I mean, the thing is, the the one the one thing that worried me instantly was when they signed Jesse Lingard. That obviously, when the first sign, it's oh wow, that's a great signing. How they managed that? You look at now the money behind it that they paid him six million quid up front just to sign. That's a worry in its own way straight away. Because if they do go down, it is going to take a long time to clear that. Well, I, it, this is where football fans. If you're a Forest fan, you might be sat. You'll have one or two hats on. Oh, this is great. Or I'm shitting myself because mm. if we go down, we could be done. Yeah, I, for I, good. It, Nineteen signings, eighteen signings, twenty-one, twenty-one in the 21 end. Twenty-one. Yeah. It, it's, it's it's an all-time record for most signings in one window now. I think they might have a lot to answer for these I, owners, I, I, this you, manager. You've got to look at it now and go. If if they do not find a way to finish 14th for 15th, then there's something Trouble. seriously, seriously wrong. Uh, just shout out to Sheffield Wednesday, 5-0 winners against Forest Green. Um, uh, Reese, what's on your pad this week? Um, I, I want to talk about KSI. KSI <laughs> Jona BT. Um, yeah, the Mickey Mouse boxing on uh, on DAZN. Oh, I, the fact you paid, well, your brother paid my brother, for it. My brother paid for it. How much was it? It was, it actually wasn't too bad. So yeah, it was a, you had to pay for the subscription, which is, which is £8 a month. Yeah. And it was 12 quid extra on top of it. So 20 quid. 20 quid, which... 
I'm not. I'm. I mean, when you when you walk out KSI <laughs> and he literally doesn't even have to break sweat. Do you see him doing press ups when he oh, press ups when the guy oh. was down? It made me laugh. That wasn't even the best fight in the card. And on my in my honest personality, I thought the Deji fight was phenomenal. Because Deji lost every fight. He lost every been. fight. It was a redemption moment. Like you looked at him and he absolutely battered the hell out of Fuzi. And he looked great doing it as well. And Fuzi's eye was popped oh, out and all yeah, that sort of yeah. stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Um they make a lot of money from this stuff, Reese, don't they? Mm-hmm. Without doubt. Like, I mean, my brother's not even the biggest boxing fan, but he'll watch it KSI and Deji. Like he likes KSI and Deji, so he'll watch it. Jesus. They're making tens of millions, yeah. aren't they? It was. I, I've I've never seen the O2 sell out like that. Like it was, it was packed to the rafters with with fans, and I reckon those tickets weren't cheap. If you wanted anything decent, I, I reckon you're paying hundred quid plus at least. Um, talking to boxing, Anthony Joshua sort of made his comeback um, appearance, <laughs> still over in uh, Saudi, mm. playing chess against his manager. Just a game of chess outside. It, he's done. Done now. I think, he, yeah, he, he, this is the thing with, with Anthony Joshua. He has the capability of selling out an arena. Whether he'll fight for another championship belt, probably not. But uh, he, he, if he fought someone like, um, you know, Deontay Wilder, he'd sell that out. Like, even tomorrow. if they just went, let's just fight for the hell of it, they'll just sell it out. Um we also have Eubank Jr. against Nigel Benson. Yeah, I did see that. Cause I, I find that really interesting because obviously the dads fought for a championship back in the 90s. In Birmingham, I'm sure it was in the NIA in Birmingham. Yeah, it was. Matchroom still, still owned it. And I mean, it's at a catch weight as well. So mm. uh, Eubank's got to come down. Mm-hmm. Connor Ben goes up. Mm-hmm. That's a British super fight, though, yeah, that yeah. one, isn't that, it? That is definitely one to, to, to keep tabs on. Absolutely. Um, what else you got in your pad over there this week, um, Reese? Um, do you want some questions or do you want some topics? Topics. Let's hit the topics. Uh, let's have a look. What have I got? Oh, Wrexham documentary. Now, I've got to be honest. We know the pod knows that I love a documentary. I <laughs> uh, haven't seen it yet. It, it's definitely worth what I'll, I'll be honest. Ryan Reynolds is hilarious in it. And Rob McKennelly is hilarious as well. How much are they in it? They're actually in it quite a lot. Um, they? They're in it quite a lot. Um the first couple of episodes go about not this season, just gone the season before. So obviously when they first got involved um, and it goes about what they need to do and what they're going to do, then they get some of the board in and they talk like that. But Ryan Reynolds and Rob are both hilarious in it. They're both they, in it quite a lot. They play, they pay a lot of wages, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that division, I think mm. they're paying two, Paul, three, four thousand a week, yeah, somebody was saying. That Paul Mullin they've got in from Cambridge United, he was going to play League One football. Wow. They've got to be paying him a lot to commit. Well, why don't you come down to the National League and bang a few goals for us? Somebody said four grand a week Yeah, in that league, mm. where most people are paying 400 a week. Yeah. They're, they're the average the average salary in that league is about 35 grand a year. So, yeah. Yeah, about bang on. <laughs> uh, four or yeah. 500 quid a week. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Fair play. They should be ripping it up. Kings Lynn going well, actually, in their respective yeah, I, I, top I, of the league. Yeah, there was quite a few teams that I had a look that were, were not doing bad. Chesterfield had a good start, and they're probably absolutely buzzing yeah. that Blues didn't... Uh, so we tried to sign Tissimanga from them, uh, the striker they've got up front. He's he's ridiculous. He shouldn't be playing National League football. Before he broke his leg last year, he scored 24 goals in 27 games. Yeah. And then he broke his leg, and he was out for the rest of the season. He failed the medical at 10 to 11 last night, so he didn't sign him. Um, and I bet they'll be buzzing that they've managed to keep them in the league because I think that unless there's been games in the week, yeah, they're still top of the league, yeah. So 
they've had a bad start, but I'm sure they did this last year. They started really strongly and then they faded yeah. away. Um, Wildstone as well. They shouldn't be up there. <laughs> Got no fans. Um, I'll check that one out. And obviously, um, I guess it will be compared to the Arsenal documentary. Which one would you prefer? Oh, I, it, they're two very different documentaries, though. Like, you can tell Wrexham, like, as much as it goes into the, the seriousness of the club and that, there's a bit more of a comedy factor to it. Is there? Yeah. It does make you chuckle. You don't expect it to catch you. And M- More funny than Arteta with a light bulb? Oh, no, actually, no, yeah. No, just for that moment alone, I'll go with the Arsenal. <laughs> um, we were talking before about um, horse racing returning in the jumps in a couple of weeks' I time, so we'll for it, do a bit of a preview. Mm. Um, and then also one of our favourite sports returning next next Friday night. Oh, the NFL. Yeah, it's like, well, Friday morning. Friday us. morning. Yeah, like 2 in the morning, yeah. What's your predictions this year? Uh, so let's have a Super Bowl winner. He's about to say I, the Buffalo Bills. I could be boring and say the Bills. Yeah. But there's always you always want a surprise package. The Bengals. Not so much of a Not surprise. Not so much all. this year. Like, uh, don't get me wrong, that Bengals run like I weren't even a Bengals fan and I was enjoying it. Like my brother is a diehard Bengals fan, follows them everywhere, watches everything, goes and watches them all the time, loves it. Absolutely loves it. And like, I've still got a video on my phone where he's screaming my flat down at 20 to 12 on a Sunday evening because Evan McPherson has just kicked the field goals, put them in the Super Bowl. Well, it's a, it's a boyhood dream. Isn't it? <laughs> the Bengals, 20 to 12. I, mean, like, I, 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 like Gi- I like the Giants. I absolutely love the Giants. I think I've seen them win 20 games in five years. And they're not going to add to that this year, are they? I, I, we've, they're they've, bottom, of, bottom of the betting to win their They're division. bottom of the betting to win the NFC East. But... Yeah. The difference being is we've actually got a coaching that is exciting. It's not one of these dead rubber coaches we've got. In. We've actually got a guy who, who was an um, offensive coordinator for the Bills. So he knows how, you know, knows how to throw the ball. They've got him in. They've got a general manager who was assistant general manager at the Bills. So he knows decent, decent players to get in to start with. I've decided, Reese, to support an NFL team that only play in cold environments is mm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Of all the ones to support, Green Bay to me seems oh, yeah, crazy. It, you, you see some of the January games, it looks, the snow that Awful. comes down some of their playoff games looks horrendous. So I've decided it's between the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, the Raiders, yep. and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I've pinned my, my, my colours to the mast. Jags are going to have some season this year. I, if the stat is true that comes out that I found out, so Trevor Lawrence is a number one pick. A stud. He's, he, he is, his college days were phenomenal. I think between between college, uh, between his last year of high school to being picked in the NFL, he lost two games. In, he's in a stud. five years. He's a stud. <laughs> he's, he's one, he's, he's definitely, I think the first year, the coaching was abysmal. They got in yeah, a guy, um, Urban Meyer, who was absolutely ridiculous, right? You should never have had a job in the NFL, full stop. But now got a Super Bowl winning They've coach. They've got Doug Peterson Correct. in. Yeah, he, he's king of the Philly Philly, as they call it. And that move is still legendary in, in NFL folklore. So you got, you, I'm telling you listeners, back the Jags <laughs> to make the playoffs. I think we talked 12 to one it was. It was when, 12 to one at one point. Correct. I think it's gone down to fives now. So <laughs> they you know. Still, you can they still know. get yeah, you can still get a decent decent price for it. But so who wins the Super Bowl, Reese? Back to you. 
if I'm playing it safe, I'm going to go with the Bills. But if there's a team that I really think could be interesting, the Saints. Uh, I don't know. I do like I do like the quarterback, um, Jamarius Wilson. He's he's interesting, but. I think the Broncos could be an outside shot. I think they might be interesting. Russell Wilson going there. He can make any team look good. Well, I'm very disappointed, Reese. We've just about to launch with our brand new client, the <laughs> LA Chargers, and they've not been mentioned I, I Right, I will say that Justin Herbert is a generational talent. He is phenomenal with the ball. The records, he's absolutely shattering records all over the shop. Well, why don't they feature for you? I, uh, they've made some clever signings. But you look at the you look at the star power in the team. Like Keenan Allen is a great wide receiver. Mike Allen, not Mike Allen, Mike Williams is a good receiver. You look at the depth compared to some of the other teams, and it's like Austin Eckler, absolute gem of a like find they found. He's he was he was an undrafted in the NFL draft, came in and he's been phenomenal from them. That's just, just you look at the the team works well as a unit, but there were games last year that they needed to win. They should never have lost to the Texans. How they lost to the Texans is beyond me because that game got he's them saying, the playoffs. He's saying they've got no backbone, people. That's what I he's think. Saying. It, I think it is like Justin Herbert is good enough to lead them to to victory to win. A, they could win a Super Bowl with Justin Herbert in, but it could be one of those stories that if they do not give them the right the right weapons, they're not going to do it. Um. Bengals? I think they'll win the AFC North again. The Steelers are not going to do a thing this year. No. They're not with Russell Berger retiring. They're not going to do a thing. Um, Ravens, they've got Lamar Jackson back, but there's still some holes there that you look and you go, it's not a team you'd expect to do well in the playoff situation. And then you've got the Browns, who haven't got a quarterback for, God, seven games, first seven games, because Deshaun Watson's been yeah. been suspended. So... It's for the taking. If the Bengals don't start, if Bengals are going to go, if they go 5-2 first games, then yeah, they're, they're, they'll be fine. Okay, and then the the absolute worst team in the whole of the NFL this season to take the place of the, the, the Jags and the, the Giants will be? I think it could be the Seahawks. I think it could be the Seahawks this year. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson going. Go yeah. They haven't... I'm not saying I don't like Drew Luck. I think he's all right. But whether he's a starting quarterback in the NFL is different. Geno Smith is probably going to start. He's a concern in my eyes. Just because, like, he tried. I'm not saying he's not trying. He worked hard, but it wasn't good enough to win a game. Do you have a view on college football, which starts up this week? I, I've got brief. Yeah, I've got I know bits on it. I, I will be interested to see what happens in in terms of getting to the playoffs. So uh, NIL now allow you athletes to market themselves. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. That's, oh, that's a problem. They're, they're, I think that's a problem. They're selling merch already. Yeah, that's, and that's a problem. I, I think that's a, the, the one thing that the one thing I will give to, to, to college football is that they've always been restrictive of don't get an agent. Can't have this. Can't do that. Can't do this. And I think that's fair because it's not, professional it is not a professional sport it is college sport like i know it brings in a lot of revenue problem is though if you're on madden and reese charlton from his college days is still generating money for ea sports how is mm. it right that reese doesn't get any cut of that because his ip's all over the game and will be for the rest of time so yeah. like we can play madden 2022 and there's reese charlton who's now you know i don't know a shoe salesman down the road at clark's mm. 
but yet you've just generated a hundred grand of revenue for EA Sport. They had to find the middle ground. I, I suppose so. Yeah, I, I suppose I, I, so. But they're, maybe, maybe they're they open. Could, they're maybe, open to abuse. Mm, I think maybe, maybe that's the problem. I think if they, I think the thing that you could have is if they don't get that money while in college, then I couldn't argue with it. Like it goes into like a trust fund or something till they yeah. they finish and graduate. So it's not something where they get the money in, they live the life for two years and fuck it off and go somewhere else and go, you know, don't go in the NFL. I think there's got to be a middle ground where they go, right, you can earn the money, but you can't have it until you leave. I think that would probably give more motivation to be competitive and go, do you know what? I'll get my degree. You get the payday at the end of it. Yeah. And then, you know, if I'm good enough, I'll go to the NFL, which a lot of the cases not. I think only 1% of college players go into the NFL yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, if the, if there's a if there's a way that they can put it into a trust fund or something and have it at the end of the end of end of the college, you know, their college career, then yeah, I could I couldn't argue with it. I think that's fair. Um, what else you got in your pad quickly, Reese? Before we wrap uh, up, I did have golf, but it's whether you want to talk about it. Oh, Cam Smith's gone over from uh, PGA, hasn't he? Over to live. We're obviously partnered with PGA Tour, so we, we will say nothing uh, about it. Interesting, though, to see how this all plays out. This weekend at Wentworth, where live golfers come face-to-face with PGA Tour golfers for the first time, yeah. Rory saying, I don't even want to see the 18 of them there. Makes me feel Jeez. sick. It, they're putting a right split down the middle of each other. I don't think that's a good thing to we do. We should just put them in a, in a, on the, one of the greens and brawl, mm. fight, fight to the death, mm-hmm. live versus PGA hands golf clubs you mm-hmm. name it can fight with whatever you want and see which Bryson DeChambeau would knock some people out wouldn't he <laughs> he's a big boy he's a big boy Bruce Kepka, uh, Kepka as well mm-hmm. he'd knock a few a uh, few blocks off mm-hmm. um, so yeah we, we, we'll, we won't go too heavy on the golf we, we were we were indifferent we're like Switzerland mm-hmm. yeah yeah I can't argue with that I think that's probably the best way to do it <laughs> legendary okay good stuff well listen um, just before we go Reese, uh, UF pick of the week ultimate fan Anybody you would um, be putting into your squad if you'd pack them that might be a little bit under the radar? Diogo Dalla for Manchester United at yeah. the moment is ridiculous. He's Assists. The, he's, the, he's the highest scoring uh, defender card in the game. Wow. He's got the same amount of points as as, ja- as Rhys James. I know Rhys James didn't play over the week, but for a base card, that's completely flowing under the radar. So maybe not against Arsenal, but one to keep note of. Anthony Gordon as well. He scored a goal without a deflection for the first time. <laughs> oh, and first away goal ever. Yeah. He um he gets my interest purely on the basis of and this was something I brought up on the Ultimate Fan Fix the other day, was he has picked up as many points as Wilfred Zaha and he's only scored one point less than Harry Kane. Even though he scored two goals less, the only reason being is he's had more shots on target, target yeah. and he makes a lot of tackles for a forward. Yeah. So makes sense. you know, I know they're playing Liverpool, but it's a derby. Anything can happen in a, in, a, in a derby. Yeah, Ben Mee's mine. Just fancy Ben Mee to pop up from a corner um, this weekend. Uh, he's very good defensively. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, right, awesome to speak to you, Reese. Uh, sorry to the listeners for for not being here last week. We will try not to go out and get absolutely <laughs> wrecked in Birmingham again. Be at one. Big shout out to be at one. Um, and yes, we shall be back this time next week. Thanks a lot, Captain Reese. 